everybody. Welcome to Versus Pop Culture. My name is Richard. With me is Johnny. There we go. We're back again. And Greg. Hello. I mean, we, we've been told that it's Greg. Yeah. It may be Greg, and it sounds like Greg, but all I've got is a black screen. Yep. So it we could just be someone mimicking his voice really well. Oh, no. It's possible. Maybe, maybe it's an AI. What's that creature from like Dungeons and Dragons? It's in the chest. I can't think of it now. I believe it's a mimic. Yeah. <laughs> Greg found one. Oh. Yep. Dude, <laughs> yeah. that'd be amazing. It, it's actually for me. it's actually just Greg's microphone talking. Yeah. <laughs> Greg's <laughs> knocked out on the bed. The mouth and it looks like a Jim Henson creation. <laughs> oh. Uh, so anyway, how you guys doing? Uh, you know, we're, it's, we're, we're, we are surviving, Richard. We are making it through every day and we are making the best with every opportunity we get and just trying to have a little bit of fun along the way. This, this sounds like a mid 2000 song sang by a female singer songwriter. I Making am, my way through every day, just was, trying to get the best of it. I am dun dun dun. I am just one bad moment away from being a Lisa Loeb song at this point. <laughs> no, it's uh no, things are good for us over here. How are you guys doing? Yeah, okay. I'm good. How you doing, Greg? All right. Chelsea lost today, so bit of a shitty mood. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, yeah, anyway, um, we don't have that much to talk about today, but we do have things to talk about. Yeah, it's it's been a little bit, I wouldn't say thin on potential subjects for us to be able to discuss. I mean, there were a couple things that came out. Um, I was able to finish up. Um, my brain is not there. Uh, Cobra Kai, season four. Yeah. And I'm angry. But at the same time, it's like, it's such a cheesy show, but it's so good and cheesy for the right reasons. Okay. (laughs) There's a couple, there's a couple moments and I don't want to spoil it just in case someone listening, one of the 10 people is going to watch the show and haven't yet and don't want to have it spoiled. A lot of, uh, a bit of a roller coaster for Johnny in season four. And by a bit, I mean a lot of a roller coaster to the point that like I got caught up a little bit and I was like, son of a bitch, I'm not crying. You're crying. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, um, I really enjoyed season four. Um, yeah, I, uh, it, this was probably, I, I, I know I said this a little bit last week. I think this is probably their most complete season. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm really excited for season five. I was, I think the one thing that kind of threw me off was the return of Stingray and kind of how his story played out for the rest of the season. Yeah. That 
I wasn't super comfortable with some of that as it played out. Well, I think that that's kind of the point with the Stingray character. He is not a character we should be super comfortable with. Yeah. Um, I mean, he is a dude who is obviously on the low side in his mid-20s hanging out with a bunch of high schoolers. Hmm. Um, That being said, I, for the most part, liked where they went with his story. Yep. Um, Yeah, that being said... Um, Netflix has Cobra Kai. If you're interested, so just give it a watch. <laughs> it is it is worth binging 150. Uh, percent Also, on the streaming front, uh, I watched the first three episodes of Peacemaker. <laughs> um, without going to spoilers, because we're still very early in its release. Um. And, and I mean, honestly, I wouldn't say that there's a lot of spoilers for a show like this because it's brand new and largely um, based around different and unknown characters. Yeah. Um, I I really did enjoy what I watched out of Peacemaker. Um, the opening credit scene that they play every episode is a sight to behold. Um, I do not skip the credits. Um, It's definitely got the James Gunn look and feel. Uh, It is over the top with its love for 80s rock. Yeah. Um, Without going into too deep of spoilers, even at the surface level, um, I think the one thing that I have liked about this to this point is Peacemaker doesn't come off like, like I was thinking about it last night. I, and I, I'm trying to think of the best way to put it without spoiling anything for anybody. Um, you know, when you watch the Marvel Netflix shows like Jessica Jones and the characters continually look in the face of the worst decision possible and then go, <laughs> This is what I'm doing. Yep. There's a little bit of that with this, but it's not nearly as deep. Like, like I, I don't feel like this show is all about Peacemaker being a horrible human being and making <laughs> terrible decisions. <laughs> no, he just makes horrible decisions based on his moral code that he has established, correct? They go pretty deep into his moral code, too. And it's actually really interesting, but... Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, thus far, if you, especially if you liked James Gunn's Suicide Squad movie, uh, you will probably like Peacemaker, but at the same time, it's not exactly in the same vein as that. Okay. Well, and I was kind of wondering, like, I would really like to know what Greg thinks of this. As someone, like, I think he's a fairly outspoken fan of James Gunn. Um, 
So I think that's really kind of where I'm at. I would I would love to hear if Greg hasn't watched it when he eventually does what he thought of it. I'm I'm not gonna watch it. I don't really no. Love James Gunn, but I don't like these type of TV shows. Okay. I don't really see the point in watching it. <laughs> what is what is these type? So it's like a it's like a comic book TV show. Right? I, I don't like the peacemaker as a character. I don't care for him. <laughs> just don't enjoy watching it. Well the nice thing is you just watch it, you won't see him. I know, sure. If they choose a different actor, well, but no, I would never. I don't really see the point of watching it. <laughs> sure, okay. people like it. Great. Enjoy. I don't like broccoli, but I eat it sometimes. <laughs> Hopefully, Peacemaker doesn't give me as much gas as broccoli does. That'd be, that right. would be awful. Oh, man. That's, that's actually. Pretty funny. Um, okay. <laughs> where do we go from here? I mean, well, like, explain to me why I would watch that show. Like, why, sell me on the show. Why wouldn't you watch it? You're just like, no, 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 that's, not an why. Answer. <laughs> that's not an answer. Explain to me why somebody like me or anybody, normal people, somebody like you, Greg, you watch a whole lot of superhero shit. And then you're like, because this comes out in episodic format, I won't watch it. And I don't, and I watch it when it's over. This, I have no reason to watch it. I have zero reason. Nothing about that show remotely close is interesting to me. Okay, that's all you have to say. I'm not going to sit here and sell you on something that you obviously don't want to watch. Maybe I'm missing something, Richard. No, because all this ends with is us getting into an argument and me being annoyed with you for the remainder of the episode. (laughs) It's going to happen either way. I'm in a crappy mood, so... Just pick your fight on this one. Yeah. Even an hour I, later. I'm picking my fight. See ya. Anyway, so on to Eternals. Oh, oh God. Okay, I really... Rolled. Now. Now I want... Because now I know... <laughs> Greg, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I'm not starting this one. You guys are starting this one. <laughs> uh, so all three of us watched Eternals to an extent. I, I Greg, watched Eternals. I gave you the yeah. Greg treatment. If we were in a theater, I would have absolutely gone to the bathroom. Ashley and I both would have gone to the bathroom. I and I don't think it was that bad, but it wasn't good. Um, I don't, I don't know what the hell they were doing with this movie. They there is a cast of three thousand people. Mm-hmm. They all have screwed up names to the point where, like, they're sitting there at the end and they're like, blah, 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 Gilgamesh. And I'm like, who the fuck is Gilgamesh? So they used historical figures or, like, mythological figures. Yeah, I know. And and, and, their existence based on the fact that they were these. uh, If I say anything, it's going to be spoiler. These no, it, no. It, it, look, it, it's they're based on a comic property. They use their comic property names and they all have mythological names attached to them. Yes. Because they are the mythological heroes. Like one of the dudes name is Icarus and he is the Icarus that flew too close to the sun. Yeah. And it is even explained that one of the other characters made up that story. (laughs) So 
Like I, I 100% get what you're saying. This should have been cooler than it was. I, you know, and honestly, I think part of it kind of appeared in the opening of the movie. Mm-hmm. When they have the opening fight against the um, defiler, deviant. devastator, deviant, deviant, deviant. deviant. Uh, when they have the opening fight against the deviant, none of them spoke to each other during that fight, <laughs> and that's kind of how it goes. Like all of their fights are just silent. Yeah, they're silent, and they're getting their butts whooped ninety percent of the time, and it's just like. I, I like I don't need them to be the Tony Stark quip machines that we get in a lot of the MCU stuff. Mm-hmm. But like it goes a long way for them to show a little bit of personality in these fights. Yeah. And they just don't. Like I, I don't I can't put my finger on why this didn't work, other than the fact that the majority of the movie I was just flat out bored. This felt like if Hallmark tried their hand at a comic book property, this is the film we would get. No. No. It's just, it's not good, man. It's not good. Yeah, I understand that, but Hallmark movies have a very specific way that they operate. Boy meets girl. Girl's already seeing somebody else. Boy has, you know, a cabin up in Tuscany, and boy and girl get together. There was no happy ending here. There was just an ending. I meant in terms of construction of a property. This was just unwell. I'm just saying, you you could have said Lifetime movie. Oh, I don't know what those are. (laughs) <laughs> I don't have a basis for comparison with that. Really? Uh, yeah. Life, Lifetime movies, it's uh, it's the television network for women. Um, and it's uh, all the movies are like female-led and there's always a asshole husband and the woman always has to do something harrowing to get away from him. Nope, doesn't ring a bell. <laughs> anyway... Uh, yeah, no, it's, I, I, I don't know, it's, it just didn't work for me, and okay. I, 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 I would like to say that it did, but the only things that I ended up caring about with this movie were literally the very end, like, uh, the end credit scenes and, like, the five minutes before the movie actually wrapped. Right. Yeah, this could have been a trailer, and we learned the same amount of information. Are we going to get like an Aussie Man reviews for this one? Because I'll watch that. That's this seems like an Aussie Man property that I I would love to watch. I don't think he'd want to fight Disney. (laughs) Oh man, this was—I don't know. It was about an hour too long. Is what it was. Yeah, I actually was like, I think I texted Richard when that happened. Yeah, Uh, after an hour, it kind of picks up. I I actually fell asleep at one point. Wish I did. (laughs) Get to the last 30 minutes like, oh, this is kind of cool. So this is another one. We just skipped the first like hour and 15 minutes. 
You can watch the last 10 minutes and get the whole premise of the freaking movie. Well, that is fantastic. Thanks, Greg. These these are the kinds of information bits that I need before watching a film. <laughs> I mean, he, he's really not wrong. And you can do so, and you'll be just as, like, on tap with what people's names are. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't... I don't know. Everything... You know how they made it seem cool with like magic with Doctor Strange and like the way the runes would come out and the way they'd control it because it made within the context of like a superhero universe it made sense. The way that their stuff worked, I was like, what? What? Is- it seemed like it was boring too. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, gosh, you. <laughs> I was like, why is Cyclops flying around? <laughs> That's my. That was my thought of Icarus. <laughs> That's why a spoiler? Is, that's in a trailer. So why is Wish.com Superman flying around right now? Right. I don't have a cape. They also reference Batman in this film, and I was like, Are, what? Okay. Okay. Yeah, it I don't know. It It felt very disjointed. Nice. It just felt like I feel like the effort wasn't there for this film that we normally get with Marvel. And the nice thing is that I feel like this has now become universally viewed as probably their worst film. I liked some of the characters, though. Like, I liked the um, some. I like Sama Hayek. Like the way she played the role. I yeah. like the the guy that was. Um, he's like the engineer. I don't remember. I couldn't tell you. Oh that name. yeah, yeah, yeah. What was? He's like he's the guy that helped, like, you know, move the human race along, type stuff. Yeah, I I don't know any. Of I that. couldn't tell you his name. He's been in a bunch of other stuff too, and I'm just trying to remember. Yeah. You, you talking about Kumail Nanjiani? Oh no, the, the other guy, the engineer guy, not the Bollywood star. Oh yeah, you're right. Like you, um, I, mean, I don't want to get spoiler, so. Kunal's character bugged me. I don't know why. It just, it felt very, I don't know if it's because of like everything we've seen him in prior to this, but I just looked and I was like, this doesn't fit. I just think his powers were shitty. Yeah. I mean, yes. that. (laughs) I just don't like, none of them, like, oh, great, they're Eternals. (laughs) What are you, what are you doing? (laughs) Sell me your bill of goods. Because you haven't... They were getting their butts with the whole flicking time. I think... I understand why in the end, but... Can we, we like, end this review and focus on, like, what happened at the end? Because I feel like there's a couple of things that went down and a couple people that were, like, veiled reference that we can be excited for. The research, one of them. Like, oh, okay. who the heck is this person? <laughs> like, we don't okay. actually, then I, we I, don't I actually get Amy popped, so that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, give the TikTok, however you do the segue for a spoiler segment. Look, I got to be honest, you probably don't want to watch this movie, but we're, we're going to go ahead and talk about the after credit scenes, which, um, which you can find online. You've probably even already seen the spoilers of because I know I did literally the weekend it came out. <laughs> Uh, but two minutes if you really need it. Okay. So Harry Styles cameos is Eros, the 
brother of Thanos. Um, yeah. Which I guess is fine. Who's that guy? Uh, Eros, the brother of Thanos. I know that part, Richard. I heard it. I was thinking about where did he show up? Was he in the ship? In the drunk guy? Yeah, he's the dude That's that what? showed up in the ship. Okay. It's Harry Styles. I, I yeah. Sure. <laughs> and uh, Dane Whitman, a.k.a. Jon Snow in the movie. Um, yeah, which, <laughs> yeah. That's the one I was more excited about. Black Knight. Uh, Black, Black Knight. Yeah. Black Knight. Black Knight, yeah. Uh, he goes to pick up the Black Knight blade, and whose voice comes out from the background? But let me do it. Let me do it. Let me do it. Marsahala Ali, aka Mother Effin Blade. Yep. Like man, man. Was it? Man. I don't know who that is. Uh, you know who Blade is? I do. I mean, the Wesley Snipes one. Yeah, same character. Oh, okay. Um, what really shocks me about that is they should have just panned over and showed him because so many people had no idea whose voice that was. But I yeah, think I it's, it's kind of nice to get that little nugget for people that are like familiarized and excited because they brought him out. What year? What caught? What San Diego was that? Like 2019, give or take. Was it 19? Honestly, I think he's a perfect casting choice too. Because now they're not going to have to do all those tricks with like camera angles because Ali is not five foot three. Because <laughs> Snipes is a little dude. Like he's. And time's running out. And scene. Yes. Um, no, I think there's there was more to be excited by in the last, as Greg alluded to, 15 minutes. So save yourself because it's what, two hours and. 15 or 2 hours 45. It's a long movie. Save yourself the time. Watch the last 15 minutes. You're good. Yeah, I I don't know. I I I just in general it was not good and I think if you watch the last 15 minutes you're going to be really confused. But Admittedly, like the majority of the stuff that's visually interesting and is actually interesting does happen in the last 15 or so minutes. Yeah. So I, I can't even fault you for that. Yeah. Um yeah, it's it was kind of a letdown. I, I feel like that wasn't the best way to follow up Shang-Chi necessarily. I I I, I don't know what they could have done differently. I just, it's, I mean, their, their track record speaks for them. So, I mean, they still have lots of room to be able to just keep that train rolling, but coming off, you know, following it up with Spider-Man was an improvement. So I feel like, unfortunately, this is probably going to be a film that kind of just fades into obscurity other than introducing a couple pretty substantial characters, but. And I, I know that the end of it said the Eternals will return. And I do believe that. Um, My curiosity at this point is going to be whether or not it happens inside of another standalone Eternals movie or whether it's in something else. I thought I read that they were going to do a sequel Disney Plus series. Like that's something that they have been 
ruminating on, and I honestly wonder if maybe that's a better vehicle for this. The issue I see with that is they have a decent number of high-profile actors in this, and I'm not sitting here and saying that, you know, Gemma Chan and Richard Madden are, like, you know, full-on movie stars, because they're really not. Yeah. Um, But... I don't know if you're going to get them to sign on for a, a sequel series. Right. I I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. My, my biggest question is, do you give Chloe Zhao the keys to the kingdom to make another movie? Nope. And that's, I mean, that's my same basic feeling on it. And I know that she is a very acclaimed Writer and director. Oh, she's uh, very I mean, talented. Did she write the movie? Yes, yeah, she wrote and directed okay. it. I'm with you with that then. She directed it. I mean, the shots were nice, but the story was like, what are you doing? Yeah, it just seems like this particular story was too big for her. And that's not to say that she may not have something else in her that works substantially better for a sequel series, but this one just did not work. And I I don't see Disney handing her another $200 million to try again. Because it pulled in like just a hair over 400, right? Yeah, but look, the pandemic is a weird and fickle thing. No, I just mean I'm surprised that it actually ended up making as much money as it did, I guess. Mm, yeah, I mean, I guess to an extent. Because, like, held against Ghostbusters or Spider-Man, like, what were the numbers on those two? Uh, Spider-Man's made a, a one and a half billion. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, like, I know we're going to try and lay it at the feet of the pandemic, but I mean... No, okay, hold on, hold on. Now, let's be really clear here. Spider-Man is an outlier. <laughs> because no, it is. You're, you're, you're correct, man. You're it, right. Like, I, I, I have these conversations. I'm part of um, I'm part of the Reddit community box office that talks about box office receipts. And there is a portion of box office that does not believe we're in a pandemic anymore. And hasn't for months. So every time a movie comes out and underperforms, a.k.a. every movie not named No Time to Die or mm-hmm. Spider-Man No Way Home, they're just like, oh my God, people are going to get fired over this. Oh my God. Oh my God. And it's like, well, uh, you realize that movie simultaneously premiered on HBO Max, right? Yeah, but that doesn't matter. Except it does. <laughs> there are 60 million subs in just the US for that. Yeah. And if I can watch a movie for free, guess what I'm going to do? Yep. Well, yeah, but what about Spider-Man No Way Home? Okay, one of two success stories of the last year. Yeah. No, it's... <clears throat> this is... I mean, we alluded to this, though. We are living in a really weird timeline currently with the way that's been going. And 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 we are. And that's why, like, I... I to a certain extent, you have to take... Any damn near anything's box office receipt, unless it is a full on flop. Yeah, and take it with a grain of salt because there's only so much they can do. Like we, 
people will go out of their way to see the things that they truly, 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 truly want. Yep. I mean, I've... Greg, how many movies did we see prior to pandemic? Like, in a year. Probably, what, 10? Yeah. At least. This year, I saw, what, Fast and Furious 9? Um... I saw something in August, and I can't think of what it was now. I don't know. Not a lot. I've seen like four movies this year in theaters. That's something that we all discussed, you know, I think around this time last year, where it was like, you're going to see your three or four tentpole films every year, and it's going to be a thing where like now going to the theater is going to be... I'm not saying that we got to a point where like we... I can't think of the term right now. Caffeine has not hit my bloodstream. Um, not complacent, but like we start to like underappreciate the ability to go to a theater until it's taken away. You know what I mean? Like what's, but now it's to that point where it's like, it's not just, Oh, Hey, maybe I'll go see this on like a cheap Tuesday matinee or something. Now it's like, I'm going to see what the schedule is of releases this year. And I'm only going to pick three or four films that I really want to be able to like go and see. And I and I feel like we've kind of maybe put it back to that whole thing where like for you guys, I think it's a little bit different because I think that's like such a like big cog of like the relationship you guys have had is going to see movies together and like mm-hmm. <laughs> other than the bathroom breaks and a disappearing act by one half of the tandem. Um. I, I think that's something that you guys be, enjoyed being able to do together. And I think that's probably one of the things that have impacted you both the most is not having as many opportunities to do that. But I kind of like see a bit of a silver lining where it's like, now I really appreciate like the chance to go and have that experience. And it's something we can look forward to instead of just like an on the fly. Oh yeah, let's just go see this. You know what I mean? Right. We, we've kind of put that like, that anticipation back into it again, where it's like, feels bigger. If I had seen that last one in the theater, (laughs) it would have been a dumb and dumber two situation where I would be getting my money back. But I'm kind of excited to know like, Hey, Thor's coming out. I'm like, man, seeing that in the theater, is going to be so awesome. Like we're going to get the M&Ms. We're going to get Sour Patch Kids and the half Fanta half Sprite and probably popcorn and have a day. You know what I mean? So now it's become like an experience again that's like a bit of a departure from your day-to-day activity. And I mean, yeah, it's it sucks that it's not something where it's just like you can go in and be like, okay, when we show up, next movie that plays, that's what we're seeing because we don't know what we want to see right now. And I like that. I, I, I kind of like that there's that big like anticipatory experience on the horizon with stuff like that now. Yeah, that's my two cents. Yeah, I, I, I can kind of see where you're coming from with that. I didn't articulate um, it well. I'm sorry. I, I'm still struggling to think of the word. Is that we got like not spoiled, but like it's just it became such an easy thing to do that we lost sight of the fact that like growing up, it was a big thing when your parents are like, "I'm going to take you to see Ninja Turtles too." You know what I mean? Where it's like, "Holy crap!" I'm yeah, like, but we're. We're also, I mean, let's pretend this is still 2019 or very early 2020. We're living in a very different world than we were growing up when it comes to the theaters. Yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, 
there was two theaters within a reasonable driving distance. Right. Showcase in was Springdale, and then there was one over in Northgate that sucked. <laughs> yeah. And that was basically it. And, you know, as a kid, Showcase Cinema Springdale had, like, I don't know, like, six or eight screens. Yeah. And the one in Northgate had, I think, like, four. And that was basically... Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'll take all that. I'll add in. There was a tiny two-screen theater in Hamilton also. Okay. That I saw Star Trek Four at and got head lice in the process. Um, so oh. yeah, we never went to that theater again. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. No, it, it, it's, I mean, that's a stark contrast from now Yeah. when, <clears throat> I mean, there is an AMC in Hamilton. There is an AMC in Westchester. There's another theater up in Middletown. That's like 10 minutes from me. There's Springdale. There's, uh, Cobb Cinebistro. Like, and I'm sure there's probably still one in Northgate, although I don't go to Northgate hardly ever anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are a million theaters. And I'm sure that if we grew up with that many options that were all within like a 10-minute drive, that my parents would have taken me to see more movies. But it was just, it was a different world we grew up in. Yeah. That's valid. I just, I don't know. It's I'm kind of excited that now I can just like circle the calendar and be like, man, I can't wait. Like it was the same. No one digital ghostbusters dropped where I'm like, I can now see this. Whenever. That was the first time I've been to the theater multiple times to see a movie and probably. Oh man. A long while. I couldn't tell you the last time I went before ghostbusters afterlife. So I just, I, I guess I'm, I'm flipping my perspective to just like kind of look at it through the lens of how I did when I was a kid, where it's like, it's nice because Ashley and I can look at a trailer and be like, oh, hell yes. And I think for us, it's probably going to be, I feel like this year, the one we're looking forward to the most is going to be Thor. So we'll see. I mean, it's, I like that the experience and like the scale has been brought back to going to the theater, but also it's, you know, (laughs) there's preparation needed to be able to do that. Now it's like, make sure you have extra masks, have your sanitizer, like pick your seats in a location where, you know, you're not going to have to worry about sitting too close to people who use the food thing as an excuse to just not have to wear a mask. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, there's a lot more that goes into it now. So like, I don't want to go through the production of that for something that I'm going to be like indifferent towards. If I am not like at least an eight out of 10 or a 10 out of 10 excited for something, I'm not going to go through the process or put us through the process of going to the theater to see that if we don't really have that much of an interest. No, I, I understand that completely. And I mean, the same thing, like when, when I wanted to see Ghostbusters, it was just like, okay, um, I will see it at a 10 o'clock in the morning showing or 11 o'clock yeah. in the morning showing. Yeah. I will check the theater map to make sure it's not egregiously full. <laughs> and like we went and took Julie to see Spider-Man No Way Home last week, week before, something like that. And did the exact same thing, like, okay. I want to know exactly how many people are going to be in that theater when I take her. Yeah. 
And we went because we were one of like six groups in the entire theater, in a massive theater. Yep. And I made sure that we were sitting on an end row in a row that had no one else in it where there was, you know, a a decent amount of space between us and the people that in front of us and behind us. Right. So I, I do get it. Like the and and that's what it comes down to is the pandemic has put us into this really weird spot where you have to pick what you see. Yep. And in some cases you make very specific decisions based on, okay, well, I really want to see this, but it would not be a terrible idea if I kind of waited and saw what it's gonna look like. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a universal movie. If I just give this literally a month, it'll be available to watch on, you know, a streaming service. Yeah. Uh, side note, and I know that very few people are going to care about the next few words that come out of my mouth, but I'm going to say them anyway. Uh, I watched Hotel Transylvania 4 last night, which was <laughs> supposed to be the- theatrically released. Mm-hmm. Uh, and ended up being shot over to Amazon Prime for the cool sum of $100 million. Um, I watched it for free, and I want my money back. <laughs> um, the These movies are not generally bad movies. Like I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Hotel Transylvania has been like Oscar-caliber films, but... They're cute and fun movies, and I was really confused when they announced this one, why Adam Sandler wasn't coming back as Drac. <sighs> yeah. Um, and it became really apparent watching it that they slashed the budget on this, like, across the board. Mm. Um, like, the animation just looked off. Yeah. It, it, it's... And again, like... I'm trying not to complain too much. It is a kid's movie, but it's a kid's movie that they somehow got a hundred million dollars for and looked like a Netflix series that was based off of it. Maybe. Okay. Um, it was, it was just not good. Like just across the board, like the animation was subpar. Drax's voice of course sounded off. Um, and the uh, and the plot line was just not not good. Uh, that being said, you know my kid liked it, and that's really all that mattered in the end. It just felt like it was a weird thing, and I mentioned this in passing. Um, it just felt like it was a little bit weird that this came out not in the fall. Well, it was supposed to when it was still a theater movie. It was releasing. The same time as Adam's Family too. Oh, okay. Like I, I want to say they were at one point dated for the same day, and it was like one of you guys needs the blank. <laughs> well, <laughs> ask and you shall receive. Yeah, it was. It was really. It was really bad. Um. But anyway. <sighs> Anything else, Greg? What have you been? Uh, what have you been up to, watching? Um, I watched a few things on Netflix. I subscribed back to it when um, shoot, oh, what was the show I watched? Dang it! I have to look it up. Was it that Korean 
one. Uh, well, I did want I watched that because I resubscribed for something else. Oh, okay, that's not what you resubscribe for. Oh, Witcher. Oh yeah. So oh, I resubscribed for Witcher, and then I was like, "Well, let's see what else I can watch while I have the thirty days." Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, Anything I watched. Anything stand uh, out to you? Um, the Vin- Vincenzo guy, a Vincenzo Korean show. Like, I see a lot of like they're making a lot of Korean Nikkei dramas. Netflix right. themselves. Yeah. Like almost exclusively. They have like probably twenty or thirty that are actually rated really well in Korea. In there now. Okay. And I started watching uh, "Don't Look Up," and then I was like, "Yeah, I can't take this. This hits a little too close to home." Right yeah. Now. Yeah, I. I thought "Don't Look Up" looked interesting and kind of fun in a The Martian sort of way. Oh, dude, that was so like... And then... <laughs> I I watched, I watched like, I want to say their last trailer they released for it or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. I know how this movie goes. Right, um, that's why I started watching it, and then I was like, <laughs> no. I, I, I can't. I, I just can't. And we... I... I Sorry, agree. Like, did you guys ever see Seeking a Friend for the End of the World? Yep. Uh, Amy, I, I still vividly remember this. I think I've talked about this on a previous podcast in another life. But Amy and her best friend uh, were at the house, and they were like, hey, this movie looks like it's really funny. Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. And they had both just had like a shitty week. And I, I remember looking at them going, yeah, well, what if the world actually ends? <laughs> that would be a downer. Yep. Guess what happens in seeking a friend for the end of the world? <laughs> There's a reason the movie happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, uh, don't look up. We, <laughs> we chose to watch it New Year's Eve. In, oh. in, in a moment of celebratory... Energy. We we watched that one, and it was a. Uh, you shouldn't just watch The Martian. It was heavy. It was very. There was times where you laughed, but then you're like, "This isn't that funny." Because, like, we've seen similar events. Not the end of the world, but like stuff that's pretty serious, running adjacent to this kind of storyline, and that has been the response. And I'm like, this just, oh God. <laughs> like, yeah. Even right down to the guy who did the social network creation, just like monetizing. I'm going to spoil this. I don't care because I wouldn't recommend anybody watch this during the pandemic because this is just going to like, you're, you're, you're just digging deeper yeah. into like potential depression for no reason. But like, I, all I could think of with that character was Elon Musk the entire time. And it just, it was, man, <laughs> ringing in a new year, hoping for better, and we watched Don't Look Up, <laughs> yeah. which was 100% my fault, and I gotta, I gotta wear that hat for a while. It just, I don't know, it just doesn't work for me. Like, yeah. I, 
I'm not going to sit here and tell you that every movie has to be happy-go-lucky and end on a high note or whatever, because I get it. But I don't... I don't get why you have to go in that direction. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, you know what, man? I just, I think we're in a phase right now where we're just trying to find stuff that kind of brings us up a little bit more just to try and offset the awful. And it's, it's, it's funny we say that because the movies we've enjoyed the most in the last few months have also made us ball like children at the end. Yeah, but there is not a bad cry. And I say there's a really big difference between a cathartic, hopeful cry yeah. Yeah. and watching the world end because, I, I don't know, incompetency <laughs> of governments. It was rough. It was a rough go. But here we are. We're still doing all right. And Greg, you probably made the right choice by not continuing on with that. I just, I saw where it was going, and I'm like, no. Like, I just, like, this, this, this is a little too deep for right now. Like, <laughs> I can maybe, see Greg maybe. sitting there and just pausing and be like, nope, not today, Satan. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's, that's almost exactly what I thought. I just can't. Like, no. That's so funny. I can't, I just can't deal with that. I'd rather watch, like, things that are, you know. <laughs> I I can't even watch Tiger King too. It's like no, I don't feel like that either. Yeah, actually, I I attempted to do the same thing. I skipped straight to the Doc Antle portion of it since it's separated. Yeah, um, I, uh, I started playing it. I'm like, not today. I made it like twenty minutes, and I was just like, this is no. Yeah, we didn't actually watch. Actually, I don't know if Ashley watched season one of Tiger King. I haven't seen any of it because I'm like. I don't. I don't know. I have so many like issues with these locations that are like where big cat sanctuaries, and then you see the conditions, and I'm like, I and I don't even care if that's not the like plot line. I just see, I I can't do it. Because well, it's, it's those people are getting money. They don't deserve my money. They don't deserve yeah, anything. They're really not getting a whole lot of money in the grand scheme of things. But the the point being with it is it honestly does a good job of exposing a lot of that. Um, And quite frankly, if you look at the outcomes from the original Tiger King, um, the Joe Exotic Zoo has been shut down like completely. Um, And a lot of the other big cat owners who were involved in it have been shut down or are in the process of being shut down. So it it appears to have actually had a positive impact on the big cat community. Well, but yeah, I just I think we learned our lesson after watching "Don't Fuck with Cats," and I'm like, I I can't do anything to do with animals again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the first season legitimately is a beautiful train wreck, and that you can't look away and you're interested the entire time. And like I said, like the, I, I like the fact that they went back and they aimed directly at Doc Antle with the second season because he appears to be one of the biggest pieces of shit involved in this, and he somehow made it out of the first season unscathed. Right. But 
at the same time, like I have no desire to watch anything else about docking at all at this point. Yeah. No, that's, I think that's fair, man. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you guys have anything else coming up that you're let's let's switch flip the switch here. Anything else or anything on the horizon you guys are excited for? I I think the last half of uh, Attack on Titans anime is out now or showing. Lately. It's a pretty popular anime. I was trying to figure out where to watch it because I can't read the language. <laughs> It's not on anything normal. It's, I think it's on Crunchyroll or Crunchyroll, Crunchyroll, like sushi. That's all I'm oh. waiting for right now. So, Attack on Titan two, you said? No, Attack on Titan, the anime. So, like, I'm sorry, man. I'm gonna sound so dumb and so uneducated with this stuff, and I apologize. It's why one of the many reasons I love having you here. Can you explain to me what exactly? That like give me the TLDR version. Um, <laughs> Greg's like, God damn it! I'm not awake enough for this. No, it, it's <laughs> it, there's so many. Th- there was a live action version, okay. which is not the same as the anime. Like, it, I haven't. To be honest, I don't think I've ever seen like seen it. Okay, I meant, I meant to look it up the other day, but I forgot. Um, but it's where these. Titans attack humans and they eat them for fuel. It's in the way that it ha- it's dude. I can't even like you have to watch the trailer for it. Okay, because it's it's such a weird anime, but it's it makes you care. It's we it's just weird. Yeah, the, the way they way they run and way they look. It's just like what the hell. Okay. <laughs> Oh, um, well, it's it's one of those things like maybe one of my things this year is I will give it the old college try on one or two of these properties just to like say that I've at least made an attempt to like I'm sure that would be the it. right one to do. I know, and that's why I'm kind of hesitant because like there's so many things I just it's animated stuff is so tough for me because like I don't know, like I told you guys I just watched Coco on the flight to Maui last month i've had that soundtrack in my headset (laughs) for like a month straight right have you watched encanto yet no my sister and her husband have been watching it with my nieces and there's a song that they've had stuck probably we don't talk about bruno but the the pressure song is substantially better even though no one ever talks under pressure or something yeah yeah, that's the, the one song. No. So well, Greg, Greg, watching Canto, you'll like it. I, I think I okay. we may. I need something like that right now. Yeah, and it's, so that's why I actually really enjoyed Coco because again, eighty percent of the movies I've seen in the last six months have made me cry at the end. <laughs> yeah, with no fail every time. Oh, hey, Canto will make you cry at the end. Great. Can we just get to Jackass so I can just cry laughing again? Like, can I just get that like? emphysema laugh because i i really feel i think there's as you said and we just mentioned that cathartic release of like the emotion that we've had building up for three years now is great but like man i just i just need something to laugh at 
I really just need something to laugh at. And like for that reason, please God, let Jackass be just the way it's always been. That's my two cents. <laughs> yeah, and Jackass is next month. Yeah. Right after Mr. Knoxville gets his appearance at the Royal Rumble. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, watching Canto, if you haven't already, um, it's a really fun little movie, uh, that released on, in theaters and Disney Plus last month. Um, yeah. Cool. Is there anything else you guys want to give people a heads up on, or are we just kind of content to cut this one off? Get around to getting some food because the Bengals got to go and win a goddamn playoff game. Yeah, I um, I've got to go drive to Columbus in um, thirty four minutes ago. So yeah, okay. Richard, get out of here. Enjoy your American hand egg game. And Greg, go back to sleep. Get some rest. I know. Wake, hey. wake up and get some garlic rice and a coffee. You'll be fine. Doctor's oh, prescription. I would love that. <laughs> all right guys if they want to get a hold of us just to let us know how terrible this episode was richard at well gregory <laughs> and greg if they want to give you grief over how terribly the Bengals lost how can they get a hold of you i don't know oh, thanks richard <laughs> uh and if you want to get a hold of me you can do that through our official podcast twitter handle it is at versus podcast followed by the underscore beyond that we'll try to find some couple more upbeat things to be able to converse about next week so we can be your infusion of a silver lining without jennifer lawrence richard peace